Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. What's up, everybody? Bring the music down to a standstill here. Nice fade out, Dan. Really expertly done. We don't need jams. We don't need jams. That's, that's beyond the fanciness level that we need for this mock draft. Uh, bonus episode today. Yeah, got to get them bonus episodes out. Got to get content. Got to get that content. Take a moment, please, to like and subscribe. I'll throw that out there at the front end today. You guys know the drill there. Please hit the thumbs up. It's so easy. Just do it. Come on, just do it. Mock draft will start in about two minutes. We'll see how many people actually show up for this one. That'll determine, I think, how deep we roll in this mock draft. Uh, we're going from the sixth slot. And, you know, I keep talking about these recon mocks. And people are like, Dan, tell us what you would do. I'm, listen to my words, people. I'm telling you as we go what picks I'm actually looking at in these mock drafts. And right now there's like three or four auto picks. So hopefully that's just people that hasn't show, haven't shown up yet. If it turns out that we really do have three or four autos, we'll only go about 50 picks deep in this one uh, and uh, turn the page to the next one. But I, I still have faith that a couple of these folks will, their computers will load the draft room and will be okay. Uh, let's go ahead and share that screen for you guys so you can see what's going on, what what uh, what I'm looking at here. There it is. Go ahead and make it bigger. One, two, three, four autos. That's bad. That's ugly, people. Don't sign up for these things if you can't actually participate in them. Jack at 11 and Jack at 12 is unnerving. Jack may be in too many of these rooms. Uh, three. Are we down to three now? I think we just got down to three. All right, that's okay. Three will give us a little bit of an indicator of who is likely available. That's what these mocks are for, by the way. We're running these mocks, and we're running them as recom style because people keep asking uh, who's going to be left for me at my spot. Who am I going to be picking with, through? What are the choices likely to be? Oh, Jack joint. We got two Jacks, and they're both legitimate, I guess. All right. Mira and Tom are the only folks holding us back i still think we'll probably only go 50 60 picks deep here but we'll kind of see what sort of speed this mock pans out at so anyway the point is the reason i'm doing it recon style is i want to see who's left on the board among the players that i like at the junctures where i will be making picks we'll show the draft board in a little bit jackie obviously takes oh Giannis off the board first what the crap and Chris just left. <laughs> Come on! Oh, wait. Chris is back. Peter left. What in the ever-loving hell is going on in this thinking one? Oh, Halliburton goes third. We're at the fourth pick right now, and Luca and Embiid are still on the board. There goes Luca at four. Now I got to think Joel goes five. This is a crazy top of the board in this one. Tatum goes five. Well, I'm taking Embiid. Uh... In 100 out of 100 drafts, I'm taking Embiid at 5 if he's still at 5. In this one, I'm going to take Steph because I'd like to see if Embiid or Shea goes first after me. So again, I'm taking Embiid there. There goes Joel. Okay, that's fine. So Joel was at my 6th pick. That's ridiculous. That'll never happen. I would have had Embiid. Here's Peter auto-picking. Um, we're back down to 2, so uh, at least Tom showed up. Peter, get back, man. If you rejoin this thing... 
He left right when this thing started. There'd only be one auto pick. How very frustrating. Oh, no, I forgot to get my water. Oh, where's my water? Shay goes eight. Absurd. Uh, what the hell happened here? Oh, my board is all screwball. There it is. I see what's happening now. Uh, Lamelo Ball goes nine. You guys know I'm not a huge fan of uh, Lamelo in the first, unless you're kind of leaning into his build. Dame goes ten. Uh, Durant goes eleven. I feel like KD and AD at eleven and twelve. They should be going probably in front of the guys they're going behind. As Anthony Edwards comes off at thirteen, here I'll show the draft board for you guys. Whoops! Accidentally clicked Kyrie's name. Shh! Don't tell him. Demonis Sabonis goes 14, so the uh, prototypical, we think they'll be healthy all year guys go first and second in the second round, which makes sense because those teams took Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis to finish the first, so they kind of wanted to pair them with someone they figured would be upright for most of this season. I get it. There goes Booker at pick 15. Not at all where I'd be picking Booker. I'm not into him at 15. Kyrie goes 16. I love it. Jack left, but that's okay. I think he'll be back. I think this Jack is just piecing out until his pick comes back around. Trey Young goes 17. That's, again, kind of a build thing. And then Donovan Mitchell goes 18. And now it's our turn at 19. And here's who's still on the board. Freddie Van Vliet, Mikael Bridges, JJJ, Desmond Bain, Kawhi Leonard. I'm not going any deeper down the board than those guys at 19. Probably Mikael Bridges or JJJ here if I was actually making my selection Desmond Bain is also a possibility, but I think 19 is a little too early for him. Uh, so, again, McHale or JJJ, I'm okay with both of those guys. We're going to take Van Fleet to get him out of the way. I'd like to see when Bridges and JJJ go in this draft. That's what I'm watching here towards the tail end of the second round. But, again, that's what we're seeing here. Sixth pick going forward. Uh, 19th pick coming back. That's the table we've been left with. Okay. So throw that in the back of your minds. That's why we're doing it this way. Darius Garland goes 20. Oh, Twitter is going to eat these results alive, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, please uh, please do take a moment to like and subscribe the, uh, the podcast and follow me on Twitter at Dan Bespris. Let's make that bigger for a sec. At Dan Bespris, D-A-N-B-E-S-B-R-I-S. At Dan Bespris, please do follow over on Twitter. You guys can do this. You know the drill. JJJ off the board, finally, at pick number 21. Mikhail Bridges at 22. Those are the guys that I was watching. Desmond Bain at 23. Wow, we're zooming along here. I do not want... I don't want notifications here, Google Chrome. Please get them off my board. Miles Turner, very early at 24, and Wemby at 25. Wow. This draft is getting wild. This draft is drunk, people. Kawhi Leonard at 26. Cat goes 27. The demotion in his uh, pre-rank has legitimately done nothing to uh, change how we feel about things. Folks, picture this nightmare scenario. You're hosting friends for the big game. It's neck and neck in the fourth quarter, and suddenly you realize you're out of drinks. Boo, say all of your friends. You start to sweat. Your friends turn on you. You're forced to go on a last-second drink run and end up missing the game-winning touchdown while in line. Oh, no. Terrifying, isn't it? Luckily, you can avoid the drama with Drizzly, the go-to app for drink delivery. 
With Drizzly, you can shop a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered right to your watch party. Compare prices across multiple stores in your area, find the best deals on game day drinks, and get back to armchair quarterbacking from, you guessed it, your armchair. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. He's still going in the late 20s. Nobody cares that Yahoo bumped him down to 39. Nobody believes that. James Harden goes 28. Jalen Brown goes 29. What the hell, man? All right, well, I would take Jimmy Butler here. 100 times out of 100 at pick 30, I'm taking Jimmy Butler my second choice here would probably be DeJounte Murray. Third choice is probably Paul George or Lowry Markinen, but I don't think I'm going any deeper down the board than those guys. Uh, the one player I'm definitely not taking here is LeBron, so I'm going to get him out of the way. It doesn't really mess up the board because a lot of people like LeBron at this juncture. I don't. I want nothing to do with LeBron here. I think he's going to have a big-time down season. The Lakers don't want to lean on him all that heavily. Larry Markkinen goes 31. Pascal Siakam, 32. Jimmy Butler's still out there, ready for you to embrace him. What are you going to do, Tom? Are you going to take Jimmy? Anyway, those are some of the options that were available to us uh, at pick 30. I don't know about this draft, man. There goes Butler finally at 33. That is ridiculously late for Jimmy Butler to come off the board. Unacceptably late for someone who has top 10 per game potential. And we don't know that Dame is going to be there. We all think it's going to be the case, but we don't know. Adebayo, 34. I'm a little down on Bam. I mean, he's got the durability thing, so that's good. But DeJounte goes 35th. He's the guy I'd rather have at that spot. And now let's see who comes whisking off the board before it gets back to us. There's the draft board for you guys if you want to take a nice, long, joyful look at that. I'll try to make it a little bit bigger. How does that look? No, I think that looks kind of dumb. Actually, that's not bad. We beefed it up for you. Uh, Cade goes 36. Everybody loves Cade Cunningham right now, and I think he's going to end up getting pushed too far up the board. The Cade love is extreme. Mobley goes 37. You know, he could get near that range this year. Evan Mobley's pretty good at basketball. Per game was 53 last season. You could see that inching forward into the mid-40s, and then he was pretty durable, played in 79 games last year, so that's a way that he could push past that mark. As Jalen Brunson comes off the board at pick number 38. Brunson... Uh, 46 on a per-game basis last year. Probably replicates that pretty damn close to it this season. So uh, not an awful pick at this juncture. Probably not my top guy as Drew Holiday slides off the board and then goes, wow, Paul George slides to 40. That's the guy that I'm taking there because then you're, you're hunting that per-game. Paul George is the only guy that's been coming off the board here that in standard nine cat can be a second rounder or better. Uh, and PG had the 3.1 turnover. So if you're looking at it and you're like, but Cade's turnovers, if I don't care about those. Yeah, same story for PG, man. If you're punting turnovers, Paul George was number 19 last year. And yes, they might end up with James Harden. I get it. But they don't have him yet. Vooch goes 41. I like that pick. I think he'll plot along at a nice clip again, even if he steps back per game in any way. He's still been so reliable. I'm good with that. 
Um, right now, at I, I, we got pick 43 coming up for us, and this one's rel- played pretty true so far. We, we've kind of pared it down to about one auto pick, so that's not bad. Uh, I'm looking at Kristaps Porzingis here. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is actually a relatively safe point guard play as Jamal Murray comes off the board. Uh, DeRozan at 43 is fine, as is Kessler. Uh, not that none of these guys are like jump off the page dudes for me. I'm probably going Porzingis here, all things equal, and just gun for that per game upside. I can tell you definitively the one guy I'm not taking at 43 is Brandon Ingram. So let's get him off the board. And I'd like to see where Porzingis, Fox, DeRozan, Kessler, all of these guys, honestly, I'd like to see where they go here over the next six or seven picks. There goes Chad Holmgren at 44, as I'll throw the draft board back up for you guys. Darren Fox goes 45. That's a pretty reasonable spot. I do think he takes a small step backwards this year. Fox was 42 per game and pretty healthy last season. And I don't know if that holds up exactly. Scotty Barnes, 46. He's the guy I'm not taking a shot on there. He's the guy besides Brandon Ingram where it's like, Meh, no, I could get him off the board. Porzingis finally goes at 47. He's just sliding and sliding and sliding and sliding. And at some point, a guy just slides too far. And I think that's where we're at with him now. Ananobi goes 46. That's fine. OG was uh, was very good last year. If they move Siakam, that's a path to him getting to do a little bit more stuff. As it stands, he's probably like a 40s range guy. I know he finished in the 20s, but he had that crazy first two months where he was averaging like two and a half steals per game. That didn't stick. Jordan Poole goes 49. He's the big upside, very low floor home run hack play. DeRozan, 50. I like him there. Aiton at 51 is... Blech. Walker Kessler goes 52. That's the guy I probably would have taken here if he got back to me. And then Zion goes 53. No, thank you. I'd be... I mean, basically, I'd be choosing between Zach Levine, Jared Allen, Tyrese Maxey, Nick Claxton here at 54. A um, lot of really good choices coming our way at this juncture. And frankly, we could just take one because why the hell not? We'll just take Zach Levine because he's at the top of the board. And this is where he's going, so... Um, I'm good with that. I think Maxi's got a little bit more upside, but with Levine, you also have that built-in possibility that DeRozan gets moved, and then he slides back into a 30s range per game dude instead of like a right around 50. There goes Claxton, who's, you know, more of like a two-trick pony with the big field goal percent and the big blocks numbers, but that's freaking useful in the middle of the fifth round, Right? You know, it's not like you're getting him in the second round and you're like, oh, well, I got a bad free throw number and now I got to build around this. You're stacking him on top of whatever you've done to this point. Hopefully you have some pretty good free throw shooters on your team through the first four rounds. So you throw Claxton in there. His negative, you can paper over a little bit and his positives end up as big positives. We got a minute before our next pick here. So I'll just remind everybody watching live, feel free to throw a question in the chat room if you want. If you're happy to just watch, that's also cool. Uh, again, like, subscribe. You guys know the drill at that point. I'm going to try to get a mock going tomorrow if I can from the one slot. You kind of you gotta have to get in quick. People are doing the ones a lot. I was going to do the one in this dude in this draft, but the next one that I could get into was like 12 minutes out, and I'm not just going to sit at my computer for 12 minutes waiting for a mock to start. But I figured 6-7 range was another one that folks asked for on Twitter. So... Thought we'd knock this one out. That's a little more mid-first round kind of thing. Uh, after my Levine pick, it went Claxton, then Shengun, 
at 56, which is too early for him in my book. There's there's too much breathing down his neck. Jared Allen goes 57. Very safe play. Maxie at 58. I like that one a lot, a lot. Randall 59. I'll probably pass on that one. Josh Giddy goes 60. Those are those guys right at the back end. We just talked about them on our show earlier today. Going in this 56 to 60 range. I, I just... Unless you've got a really specific build, I, I'm not I'm not into that. I'm not into it. Let's have a break for some nerds. Dano's going to eat some nerds on this broadcast. I forgot my water, so I'm going to pop some nerds. Mmm. We're looking for sponsors. Who makes this candy? Is this Wonka? I thought this was a Wonka candy. Turned my mic off so you guys wouldn't have to hear me chew. Ha. Rudy Gobert goes 61. Bradley Beal, 62. Cam Johnson, 63. Yeah, I'm into all that. So, Jose, you're you're totally misinterpreting this. It doesn't swing the board everywhere. I'm taking guys... Where they often get taken, just not the guys I want. You're misreading this altogether. You're, you're saying that it swings the board, but it doesn't actually swing the board. Jalen Williams, by the way, goes 64. Let me explain this again. So Jose mentioned that my recon mode is messing up the board. It's not. I'm taking guys really close to their ADP. The only difference is that instead of taking, you know, Mikhail Bridges, who was the second name on the board... In the second round, I took Freddie Van Vliet instead. Because I wanted to see where Bridges was going to go. And he went three picks later, not one pick later. That didn't swing the board. Bridges went where Bridges went. I didn't care where Freddie Van Vliet went. And if you were tuning into this broadcast to know where Freddie Van Vliet went, I'm sorry. You know, he went where I took him. But if you guys are following me for my opinion, the guys that I'm moving out of the way are the guys I'm not drafting anyway. Oh, I forgot to set my board here. Ah, I'm yelling, and then I ended up with Derek White. Point is, and I'm going to get shoved into auto-draft, so let me hit a couple of buttons. It actually doesn't. Right, this is what QQWW says. It's not like Dan is picking low AD people in their place. Recon works because I take guys where they are often taken, just not the guys I want. So that allows me to see where the other guys I like who have a similar ADP are actually ending up. Are they going a little early? Are they going a little bit late? So if you think it's swinging the board, it's not. I've been doing this for decades. It doesn't change the board. We're doing these drafts, not so you guys can see like a perfect team build for me, because right now, like I'm not doing my teams right now. I'm not drafting until October. I don't think a lot of you are drafting until October. I want you guys to see who's going where with a way that Yahoo currently has their board constructed. And I want to try to knock out, you know, we did mid-round here. We did late round in our last one. We haven't done early yet. So that's the next mock I want to try to knock out. And then after we get through those, then I try to do one like I did the last Yahoo board where I do start to pluck the guys that I'm looking at and piece them together into a team. By the way, uh, it just came back around to my turn here. At 78, um, of the names on the board right now, th this is the toughest pick I think I've had so far because I'm not a big fan of Clint Capella in this range. 
I think Rozier is a little bit too high. Jalen Green, Porter Jr. is probably your safe guy here. Uh, and these other guys, frankly, I think we could probably get on the way back. So I'm probably taking Michael Porter Jr. here. My second choice would be Capella. Uh, we'll we'll just throw Capella into the mix, and I'm curious where Porter goes after that. So again, and we'll go back to the draft board. It hasn't moved where guys have gone. That's the that's the part about this. So I want you to to really think about this from an analytical standpoint. It's not changing the board. By the way, we now have I think three auto picks, so it's probably time for us to ski daddle from this mock draft anyway. Because that messes up the board. Because that's just pulling guys from the top that maybe in a normal mock draft are being avoided. And in this one, they only get avoided for five or six picks until someone gets autoed into them. So that is where things get screwed up. But someone like me taking guys around their normal ADP, just the guy that maybe the dude next to me was looking at instead of me, I want to know if these other dudes are looking at the same players I am. And the reason it works is because I hope... You guys are coming to me for my analysis. The way that you can get my analysis is, hey, here's the guys that I'm looking at in each round. That's the thing you really want to know. I want to know if we're going to be able to get them at different junctures in each round. So that's why we do it like this, and I hope that clears things up a little bit. Uh, just going to list off a few picks here before we take our leave for the day. Again, too many auto guys uh, here for us to really get a good feel. I think we left off at... Uh, 63, so we're way the hell back. Um, no, we left off at 64 with Jalen Williams. Then Boncaro, uh, Franz Wagner, I got auto-picked into Derek White by accident. John Morant was after that. Um, Devin Vassell at 69, Tyler Hero at 70, Chris Paul goes 71, which is interesting. Anthony Simons at 72, he'll have a pretty nice season. Jeremy Grant, his teammate, also set to have a pretty good year at 73. Brooke Lopez, love it, 74. Chris Middleton, 75. That's about the earliest we've seen him go. Jakob Pertl, 76, also uh, much earlier in this one than in other drafts, which, of course, took a lot of my guys off the table, and that's why I got stuck with Capella here in the seventh round after Miles Bridges, then Tyus Jones, CJ McCollum, Terry Rozier, Jalen Green, Time Lord, and Austin Reeves, and that's where we'll stop uh, announcing the draft picks because there are now officially four auto-picking teams, and that is at least two too many. So we're not getting good results anymore on this one. But this draft got real drunk at the beginning. I, 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 don't, I, I wouldn't put a ton of stock in the weird opening here that went Giannis, Jokic, Halliburton, Luka, Tatum, Steph. Uh, I took Steph, but I, you know, I would have taken Embiid there. Embiid falling to six just isn't going to happen very often. Head-to-head, Roto, it doesn't matter the format. It'll never happen in Roto. And like I don't I don't know what everybody was doing here Joel getting passed over Embiid's probably going to be the number 1 per game guy this season the the question of course is health and we heard Nick Nurse come out and say he wants to get Embiid into more ball games ah uh, yeah I mean you know you say all the right things but how much does that really matter um but let's go ahead and wrap this thing up it's late in the day we were able to sneak this mock in after my kids ophthalmology appointment <laughs> you guys like to hear him out my day well you get to hear him out my day uh, like and subscribe if you get a chance. I do appreciate that. We're, again, going to try to do uh, a mock, a recon mock from the Jokic hole. And a lot of people have been saying, what do I do? How do I pair Jokic in the second, third round? Stuff like that. So we'll explore that on our next mock draft. In addition, we should have another show tomorrow on the, uh, the normal podcast feed where uh, we'll do some hits and misses from the fifth round since we just got through pick 60 
as we're working our way through the board. I am again at Dan Bespris over on Twitter. Hope you guys enjoyed this little bonus episode on your Wednesday afternoon or evening. And this time officially, I will see you guys tomorrow. Love y'all. See you then. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.